We're not done yet either. Uh, our final guest of the night here on our Aggie Legends uh, series continues, and it's the point guard. He was rock solid, and pun intended. Uh, it's Bernard Rock here joining us on the Full Court Press. Bernard, thanks for your time, my man. Uh, thanks. Thanks for having me. Hey, uh, Bernard, when you think about your time at Utah State, I want to start here. What was the process like for you to come to Utah State? What made you want to come and play for the Aggies? Uh, it's a funny story. Um, Coach Ray had, you know, had heard about me or whatever, and he's like, hey, would you like to come up to Utah State? I'm like, Utah State? I was like, I would have never thought about going to Utah of all places. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, uh, my son was born, and my oldest son, uh, he was born in New Mexico, and in his hospital bed, or in the hospital, while he's being, like, the birth of him, Utah State Aggies played on ESPN that night. <laughs> and I was like, Utah State on ESPN? So, you know, I got to watch him and everything, and I saw a guy named Troy Roll. And I was like, wow, this dude is good. This dude can jump. This dude has a nice shot. And I was like, can I, I, I could imagine myself playing with him. You know, rock, and then it was a roll. Like you could be a rock and roll. So that that kind of was one of my decisions that made me go the one to come there. Really, just Troy. because of the opportunity for the nickname, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rock and roll Troy. combination. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I, I got you played with some talented kids on that squad. What was it like mm-hmm. to play with Troy Roll though? And just I heard he had hops. Uh, Man, can you, yeah, can you, tell me about some of the memories of you watching him dunk a basketball. Well, and the funny thing about Troy Rose dunk, um, my son, speaking of my son again, we had went to Boise State for a basketball camp, and um, the dunk that Troy Rose had against Boise State at home, it was like on our you know nineteen old season, the packed house like. 12,000 fans was there. Um, Troy rolled. I, the ball was going out of bounds. I uh, I got the ball, and I threw it down to the, the side that we were supposed to go, and Troy happened to be running down there as I'm going for the steal, and I threw it to him. <laughs> and I swear to God, this dude was literally under the basket. Not under, but, you know, he, he wanted to take a charge on Troy. <laughs> Troy jumped from probably like the dotted line Popped it back and just jammed it in his face. And I mean, like, the whole stadium went nuts. I mean, we going crazy. And, and you know how you say when you when you dunk on somebody, and you know I can't say this on the radio, but, you know, you put your stuff in their face. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Troy did. Troy put all of it in his face. It was, it was the nastiest dunk I've ever seen in person. And I was like, I, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, I mean, the dunk was just absolutely ridiculous. Did you, did you guys win that game, by the way? I, forgive me, my memory is... Oh, yeah, we definitely, we, we definitely won it because we, we, we won 19-0 into the That's tournament. right. Yeah, you guys won that game <laughs> so, going away. Yeah we, yeah, we did win that game. <laughs> so, it was awesome, though. It was awesome. So it was, uh, you said it was uh, Randy Ray who mostly was involved in the recruiting process to bring you to Utah State? Yes, yes. When when was your first interaction with um, with Larry Eustacey? I didn't I didn't coach with Larry. I didn't. He was my coach. Uh, we still have still moral. Oh, it was moral the I whole time. 
it was it was more. Uh, I think it was his second year. Oh, that's right. Or, yes, or, or third year at Utah State. Okay, so so what was it like? Uh, what, your first interaction with Stu, as uh, he was, uh, he'd had some experience at Colorado State. He's had some experience uh, in coaching some different places. So he came to Utah State, started to turn some things around, built on a program that was having some success and having some momentum. Uh, what mm-hmm. was it like in your first interactions with Stu? My first interaction with Stu Morrow was kind of, it was it was crazy because I was supposed to meet him on my recruiting trip. Um, but unfortunately, that morning, I did not wake up. Like, I was just, like, zoned out in my whole room, knocked out. Um, Coach Ray banging on my door. We got to get you back to the the, the the airport. You missed the meeting. I'm like, what? How did I miss the meeting? So my, I didn't get to meet Coach until when I actually got to campus for the following year that I was coming to Utah State. Um, but I mean, it was he's an awesome coach. I have nothing but great things to say about this man. Um, obviously, he changed my game dramatically. Um, but, I mean, we came to a situation where we had nine, maybe ten new guys on the team. So, like, pretty much all of us was fresh into this new system that Coach Morrow had put in. Um, but, yeah, he, he's such a great guy. Freaking huge hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there a, uh, an experience that you had with him as your coach over your time where you were uh, an Aggie uh, a, a special memory that you have of him being your coach or something either he did in a game or uh, in the locker room or on a road trip? Well, actually, I got kicked out of one of my first practices ever in my whole entire life from Coach Moore. <laughs> Whoa, how was this? You know what? I don't know. Like, if something had happened. I don't know. For some strange reason, I got super tired, like, I couldn't run anymore. My legs were like spaghetti. And I was like, I, I, Coach, I, can't, I, I physically can't run. And I, he said something, and I said something smart back to him. And the, 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 the look on his face was like in total <laughs> shock that I even said anything back. <laughs> and he, at, first, at first, he didn't know what to say or do. And he was like, you know what? Just get out. <laughs> get out. Go. And it was like, I mean, I don't know what I don't remember what I said, but I know it was something that kind of like startled him and took him like by surprise. I I even said something back, and he was like, "You know what? Just get out of practice." <laughs> and ever since then, I've never said anything back to Coach Morrill. <laughs> we've been on, we've been on a good path ever since. <laughs> do you do you still talk to him often, or? Uh, I don't talk to him as often as I used to when he was coaching. Um, I don't I, I don't know if he's on Facebook. If he is, I haven't friend requests or anything like that or even friends people you may know um but when he was coaching i used to talk to him because after i even stopped playing i I used to live in you i was living in utah prior to after that so i used to go to all games i always went down to the locker room and sometimes i used to to practice with the guys so yeah but i haven't really talked to him much i've talked i've seen coach ray uh Plenty of times. One of my sons is obviously playing AAU. I've seen him at tournaments. I've seen Coach B, um, Coach Durier, who's at Boise now. My, like I said, my coach went to the Boise camp. So I've, I've seen quite a bit of assistance, but I haven't really seen him or even talked to him. Hey, what was the toughest environment you ever played at? Uh, 
as far as in college? Yeah. Um, where we played at that was tough. I mean, to be honest with you, none of them was really too tough. Long Beach State was because they they had a nice you know crowd and, and they were pretty good. But it was just something about Idaho teams that I always had a good time playing against because I always get my career highs against either Boise or <laughs> University of Idaho. <laughs> 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 but like I mean, like I said, Boise probably was one of the. I mean, uh, Long Beach State was probably one of the toughest places to play. You know, we're talking to Bernard Rock. He was a point guard for the Utah State Aggies in 1999-2000 to 2000 season mm-hmm. and the 2000-2001 to 2001 season. And uh, those were some really good teams, as you've mentioned, some great teams. You made it to the NCAA tournament. You were able to break through um, and, uh, and be a part of uh, something really special, not just getting there, but uh, being a part of something special. Uh, when we spoke to Troy Roll the other night, he talked about uh, a guy like Tony Brown and and some of the other players on that squad, and, and what it was like to get to that level and have that opportunity to play in that, uh, the, first of all, the, the reigning champs, UConn, in the tournament. Uh, first, <laughs> just that experience of being able to hear your your school named and called that you get to go to the NCAA men's basketball tournament. What was that like for you when you heard that and you finally get that opportunity? Uh, to be honest, I mean, it's just something that we all, as basketball players in college, look forward to is, is March Madness. It's like one of the biggest tournaments of the year and, you know, for years and years. So when we got the – that's what we was trying to play for, to get to the tournament. Um, and when we got there, we thought we should have been a higher seed. So to play against the UConn, who, like I said, was a defending national chance, was kind of almost like a blown to us. It's like, really? Like, we – played so hard we had the country longest winning streak you know um but but at the end of the day it's just a a jersey across from you with anybody in between the lines you could play against anybody so it was definitely a neat experience that it sucked though because i actually played like crap (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't too much of a good memory for me um but uh, just being there and uh, we had like a police escort the game, like we was going through red lights, so just the whole NCAA experience was just phenomenal. It was something that you would live, learn for you the rest of your life. So you know, like I said, but I got to ask you that was it was the point guard? It was Elamine, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. What was it like playing against him? I mean, I know he was a baller, especially in that the the year before in the defending champs. But was he as good as advertised? I mean, I saw him on TV, but in person. Oh, and person is totally different. Like, I mean, he was a, a big, big point guard. Like, he, and no, no, there was no shortcuts about it. He was a little chubbier, and but but he was super fast. Like, I was like, I was shocked how fast he was because of how much like his body built was. Like, I was super shocked. Um, but yeah, he was he was definitely a good back. They had trees. I mean, they had trees on trees. Like, their whole starting five was six, seven, and better except for little clicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they it, it was it was it was a definitely a neat experience. Um humbling cuz I thought for sure we at least would have played better than we did. Um and had a chance to win. I thought we would have had a chance to win. Were you obviously it didn't turn out that way. Were were you guys I remember that game was close, wasn't it Eric? If I remember right, that game was semi-close, wasn't it? At one point? Um at one point, yes. 
it was close at one point, and then they just said, you know what, let's just <laughs> let's get this little team out of here. <laughs> huh. the, how different was it the experience of going the following year? I mean, you had that experience going against UConn and another great season, but then you get a, another chance to go back to the NCAA and do something a little bit different, and you guys did. Uh, what, what was that like? Well, obviously, you know, we was we wasn't satisfied. Um, we made it there, which was nice, and you know, that's what we all dreamed about. But we we said when we my my goal of next year was definitely not to play as bad as I did. So for me, I had a different chip on my shoulder. And like you said, we had the experience under our belt, so we knew what to expect as far as, you know, the out the crowd, you know, they're going to, they know, we know if we kept the game close, they're going to start cheering for the underdog. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a different mindset going into the following season was like, you got to get a win. Like Utah State never had a, a win in the NCAA tournament, so we want to be the first ones to give them that. And I mean, it took us to get the overtime and do it, but we we did it. <laughs> <laughs> what was the? Uh, that was the Ohio State win, right? Yeah. And so I got to ask you a question. People seem to forget this after Tony Brown's jumper, that little you know floater that took ten pump fakes. But mm-hmm. after that, Sean Daniels nearly made a huge mistake overplaying the inbound inbounds pass and allowing that Ohio State kid to get a shot that he nearly banked in from half court. Bernard, people oh, almost yeah, forget yeah, yeah, that yeah, they yeah. nearly won that game on a half-court shot at the buzzard. Yeah, even Sean Face was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad he missed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, was, what was the feeling like in the locker room after you win an NCAA tournament game? Like, Did Coach Morrill come in and celebrate, or was it just, you know what, great, now we got to go beat UCLA? What was the feeling like? Oh, I mean, it was definitely – you know, we, everybody was cheering and jumping, dumping, dumping. We was like, we're not done yet. So, I mean, it was, it was like back to business. You know, we got to win because we knew we sh- should have won. Like, we went in the mentality that we're going to try to win mm. this game. So, but like I said, it took Tony Brown pump fakes to get us to that <laughs> moment. But we we celebrated for the for the most part, and then it was like, all right, let's go watch some other games or get ready to go for tomorrow, the next day. Bernard, what uh, what did you do once you left and graduated Utah State? Where did your life take you after uh, leaving Logan? Um, I went to Arizona for about a two years. Um, I was still trying to get uh, overseas. Um, it just somehow it wasn't working out for, for some strange reason. I don't know why. Um, but then I did get an opportunity because Curtis Bob is my best friend. We still talk every day. <laughs> Um, he got, he got one overseas. Um, he got me an opportunity to, to, uh, he was in Austria at the time. He had talked to some coaches, got some, some people to get me to go out there for a year. But then I got hurt. I pulled my groin really bad. Like my very first ever serious injury in my whole entire life. It happens when I get to the professional. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, mean, I didn't really do too much after that. I just started working. I mean, I had kids. I take care of my family. Where? Uh, how many kids do you have now? I have four. I have an older son who's twenty. I have a nineteen-year-old, a seventeen-year-old, and I have a seven-year-old. Any, bas- any basketball players? Huh? Any, any basketball players? Uh, my older son was playing um, for a little bit, but then you know life 
happened with him. He made me a grandfather. You believe that? I'm wow. a grandfather. You, you're you're a young <laughs> you're grand, feeling old, aren't grandpa. you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I, I, call, call me call me G Rock. I gotta ask you, who's the G-Rock. best player you ever played against in your college career? In my college career, ooh. Well, I mean, obviously it has to go to the obviously UCLA. Earl, Earl Watson was a stud. Oh, Earl was mm. on that team. Oh, yeah. Yes, he was a stud. Uh, and like I said, I mean, from when you watch these guys on TV, they don't seem as good as that they really are. And to get to actually see him in person, so yeah, I could say he probably was one of the best. But but I mean, I've played against Allen Iverson, Stephon Marbury, um, Sham God is like one of my my best friends. So I played with him. So I, I played against a lot of good talented people in my life. Um, I played with Mike Bibby plenty of times in, in LA Fitness. Um, and and they had a whole bunch of NBA players in there. So, did you say you I played mean, against Allen Iverson? I'm sorry, you you casually just brought that up. <laughs> he yeah, dropped a lot I of mean, big names there, Aj. Yeah, and 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 the Rucker. You know, I'm from I'm from New York, so you know the, they, a lot of these guys come playing the Rucker League, and you know he happened to be and one of the teammate a uh, teams that I was playing against. So I got to experience that. <laughs> hey, your son who's a senior in high school, does he have any offers or any interest from any local schools at all? Or um, BU is where he lives in Colorado. Okay. Um, the, Air, the Air Force offered him. UC Davis offered him. Um, but he still he still hasn't committed yet. He's still trying to finish out this senior year and maybe get a mall offer. Um, I tried to get Utah State together, but they already signed the point guard. And they was already looking at him, but you know they wanted somebody who can score was more aggressive on the scoring. My son isn't as aggressive on the scoring as he should be, as I keep <laughs> telling him he should have been. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a stud, though. He's a stud. I-, I say he's definitely at his age or even younger. He was definitely much better than I was, especially as far as like ball handling, his basketball IQ. And he's, his jump shot is like Steph Curry-ish. <laughs> wow, Bernard, so, I got to ask you: Do you have a chance uh, to to, uh, to 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 spy in and watch any of the Aggie games? Is they're on national television from time to time? This current team? No, I, I, I honestly I can't say that I have. To be honest with you, um, I kind of work and I get home late sometimes. So, and then I, I don't really keep follow any really college basketball to see like who's playing and when they playing. But I have seen like I think maybe one or two games and they they look pretty solid from what I see. Hmm. Yeah, they're hoping to uh yeah, keep keep being solid. That's an important stretch (laughs) for them right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean it definitely shocked a lot of people last year as far as getting to the tournament with the you know, firing of uh coach uh Durier to get a new coach. Um but yeah. I they definitely keeping USU alive. Hey, Bernard, great stuff, man. Thank you so much for your time. I hope you know how much we appreciate you and what you did for the Utah State University. Obviously one of the more uh, exciting point guards to watch, basketball players to watch here uh, at uh, Aggie Nation. So thank you, thank you, thank you, and especially thank you for tonight.
Oh, thank you guys for having me. Or even considering even calling me to, to interview. I really appreciate it. Are you coming on Saturday night? Or are you not going to be able to make no, it? No, yeah, unfortunately I won't be able to make it. Okay. Um, they, you know, they kind of sent the emails and stuff out too late. And, oh, okay. You know, my, it's my wife's, my wife's birthday. And, Ooh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That would do I, it. <laughs> I would love to, though. I would love to, though. It, it would definitely be a neat experience. Hey, thanks, uh, Bernard. I appreciate you, man. Take care. All right, thank you. Right. Thanks, Bernard.